Welcome back to Queer Retrograde, everybody. I'm Hobbs, and I use they, them pronouns. And I'm Linz, and I use any pronouns. Back in some real queer action. Apparently, it is actually Mercury retrograde right now. Tis true. Mercury is in retrograde. We're gearing up for that sweet, sweet fall equinox. And things are things are moving. Things are changing. Can you feel it? I mean, I'm definitely feeling some retrograde shit. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the communication little snafus have already happened. Like somebody was like, yo, can you work this wedding for me? I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then if I just looked at my calendar before I committed and told them a the price and all that, like I, I couldn't work it. There was just right. no way. And then they're like, well, we're just not going to have a bartender now. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh shit. No, not like this. I'm so sorry. But also like, oh, well. Yeah, I mean, it's make a mom. batch cocktail. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, though, like I thought about it, I'm like, it really shouldn't be like a downer to have like a dry wedding. Right. Like, why should they have to supply that for you? Right. For you to have a good time. Because mm-hmm. how many wedding parties like just the other night at work, we had a wedding party come in. The groom could barely look me in the eye. I'm like, you, sir, got married tonight and you blacked <laughs> out. You confessed your love and said some vows and you were like, this is her. <laughs> and you don't even remember seeing that shit. <laughs> yeah. And now you probably can't even consummate that wedding, that marriage tonight. Right. Silly if you ask me. <laughs> if I'm wearing a tux, you better know I'm getting laid that night. Like, that's <laughs> that. <laughs> Coherently so. Okay. What is the point? <laughs> what would be the point <laughs> am i wrong tell me i'm wrong <laughs> i'm not wrong great so yeah how's retrograde <laughs> affecting you <laughs> oh man um <laughs> i think if anything it's just things are taking a little bit more time than mm-hmm. anticipated like mm-hmm. today I finished work at three for some reason. I, I didn't, I wasn't in my car until three 45. Why is that? Are you walking really <laughs> slow? Like, what gives? No, I think I was just like chatting and then like, I wanted to get some extra flowers for some stuff. Jesus Christ. Like, you me flower. Browse a few extra things for the wedding. Just all this, you know, just random. I was just like puddling around, you know? Mm-hmm. And um yeah so and then like uh yesterday I or no the day before yesterday I also like planned to do a bunch of stuff in the yard and I only got to like half of it you're just lollygagging (laughs) no I just think things are taking longer than usual because of retrograde sounds like lollygagging to me <laughs> all right i'm slowing down it's the end of the season okay all right <laughs> I need a little barnacles for some reason <laughs> yeah okay um but otherwise yeah the retrograde hasn't really i don't know i haven't fully felt it yet in terms of communication i would say like things feel good things feel 
Yeah, you wait. <laughs> you wait. You'll get caught. Yeah, the I'm full sure. moon like came up over the horizon, and like I was getting ready to go in the shower. Maybe this is TMI, but like I look down, and, like one drop of blood is on the ground. I'm like, oh, we're in sync. Me and the moon right now. 28 days later, here we are and bleeding. Wow. Love that for us. You're in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's controlling me. Like witches would do like spells and shit to like make their like make that happen. Like they wanted to be on the cycle with the moon. And you're just like, well, it's just happening. I'm good. I honestly feel like side note, somebody has casted a spell on me, but I'm resisting it. So I'm just putting this out there. So whoever the fuck you are and you know who you are, it's not working. What kind of spell? I don't know. Attention spell. (laughs) Oh, like you want attention or no attention oh attention attention not attention okay attention with yourself i don't know man. or just you just it's feel just, you just feel tension in the air i kind of don't even want to say it publicly right I'm like they'll know okay but like we can talk about it there. after yeah okay <laughs> i'm just saying for a while i was like maybe it's the moon maybe it's the mercury and i mean now i'm like no i think someone casted a spell maybe Who's to say? Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> guys, our topic today is pretty, it's a, it's a good one. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, love and relationships, where else do you fall in love? But dating apps, of course, <laughs> right? That's where we meet people. That's where you go. That's where things happen. We have mentioned Lex so many different times on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> but there's so much more than Lex. You know, we started with Tinder back in the day, the true doggy dog world of hooking up. And <clears throat> I know that there's Bumble and Hinge and that's all I got. I don't know anything else. Right. As far as options go. Yeah. The World Wide Web. I mean, what was dating before it, honestly? Oh, yeah. Craigslist. Yeah. The misconnections. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, you meant before that. Yeah. Okay. I guess in person, that sounds kind of fake, but maybe on the telephone. Right. Yeah. But then even with that, mm-hmm. right, it's like you share telephone lines with with your family, right? Because landline. Yeah. So then like you answer the phone and then there's a chance that your mom could like pick up the phone in the other room and like hear what you're saying. <gasps> you think that would happen? You think that happened to you? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes because i've been dating since i was in like kindergarten oh yeah you were yeah you were there in the beginning yeah literally (laughs) so like i know that i had a boyfriend when i was like 12 years old or whatever and we were like talking Mm -hmm. on the phone about whatever the fuck our class hamster or some bullshit and my mom like picked up the phone and was like listening to us i know it Well, well, maybe she was looking out for you then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think I was imagining like age 16. Like, that's rude and gross. 16? Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, I think my mom was probably at that point. She was like, I don't want to (laughs) know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't don't need to know it. Honestly, I don't even know what people would be talking about at that time. Right. In that way. Right. Because I feel like even when I had my internet boyfriends through playing (laughs) World of Warcraft, that was my first real stint with dating y'all um we didn't really talk about much it was just like getting our characters close to each other and making them dance <laughs> or even on runescape let's go even further back runescape 
can I get a GF for some GP, some gold? And uh, not really much content besides like, oh, I have a girlfriend. I think that's that. But I always made my characters boys. So it wasn't like gay. It wasn't gay. That they knew about. (laughs) I was catfishing. They didn't know. (laughs) Right. So what dating apps have you had over the years? um, And do you have any right now? Ah, uh, I definitely started with Tinder because that was like the first one that I think all of us really knew about. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong, but yeah, Tinder was definitely the move for a minute. It always made me feel kind of gross because it really just makes you feel like a dog. You're just like, wow. Just, I just because of like why though? Because it's really obviously it about looks. It's just like who's hot and like swiping on that and like going because there's no one would really put down details. It would just be like your whatever your age limit was location like that's it it really was like as close as like it could be to grinder without being grinder because grinder is like super intense but not much success off of tinder i think i would just see people it was like research i would see people on it and be like okay when i see them in real life i don't know that they're on my team mm. and like they're an option and like that actually did pan out for like a couple of people it'd be like we'd see each other on the app match not even talk we're at the right. club at godfrey's a week later what's right. up before you know a little kiss kiss here a little kiss kiss there right something's going down I think that actually did happen to me once what that exact scenario where like I had tinder for a minute and then I I matched with someone but then we saw each other at babes and then I was like do you want to make out yeah because it's just like yeah it's I now I know I don't have to feel weird about it because I'm always afraid of like or at least I was I carried a lot of a lot more fear about it in the past but I don't really as much now over like feeling like coming on to the wrong people and coming off like a predator of some kind. But now it's like, I flipped it in my head. I think for real this time, I forget that there are straight people sometimes. I'm like, they've got to be at least like a little, at least comfortable or at least gay or bicultural like adjacent. Right. To where it wouldn't be weird if I was like, you you look really great. Like, would you want to X, Y, Z? Right. So yeah, Tinder started it out, but then over the years, it definitely moved into... I think her walked so that hinge could run. Mm. I don't know if you had her, but for the lezzies, that was chill during college was on there quite a bit. I didn't really meet up with anybody. I never met up with anybody on an app until like this past year Mm. off of hinge. Okay. Yeah. The conversations would be like, yeah, just texting is so boring and it feels like a job interview. Right. You gotta do all that homework and then by the time you ask them to hang out or if you ask them to hang out too soon then you just get dropped and it's like oh, fuck man what was the point of all this shit right like, you know so what changed how come you were willing to meet up with someone off of hinge the conversation just like i think we were just on the exact same wavelength it was like we just acknowledged we can carry like not just like a one-dimensional conversation but like a three-dimensional like conversation like it just went very in-depth very quickly mm-hmm. then it was like all right we should definitely just meet up and hang out and we did that thing and it's been popping up ever since but before then I feel like a lot of conversations have felt very wooden Mm -hmm. or 2d and just like you're doing it because you know this is part of the process but like it wasn't actually like becoming a thing where like I don't think about anyone else like there's no one where I'm like oh man like the one that got away like no there would be times when I'm swiping on tinder I'm like fuck I was swiping too fast on the left I should have I got to delete my profile and make sure I can put them back inside like the whole into the loop. But it <laughs> actually happen. Yeah. Like Damn. sometimes it's just like, well, because nothing would ever happen. So anytime you like see anyone of interest, you're like, yeah, I have to make sure I can like 
do everything I can do to make sure that like I'm opening up that door. Whoa. Yeah. It does seem really fast. Like that one L word scene, whenever Finley is sitting at the bar with Shane and she's just like swiping and Mm -hmm. she's going so fast. And I'm just like, yeah, I think that's actually like how people use Tinder is just going so fast, like hardly even looking. Mm-hmm. just on- automatic just right side just so who-, who wants to hang out tonight right like that? yeah I can respect that you know like yeah because again like tinder makes me feel disgusting because I'm like what what's what what am I holding up as like the measuring stick for who I would do this menial gesture with of swiping right right so that's why I don't get on them so no today I do not have any dating apps mm. and I don't think I'll ever really take them up again okay why is that it's it's too much like work Actually, I don't know. I feel like I was lying when I said I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> uh, maybe I would one day. I feel like they get me when I'm like in a new city. That's always a good way to do it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that in my eyes or just in general, but like in my eyes for myself, I would see myself doing that there. Mm-hmm. But in my own hometown, like Richmond is so small and so saturated. I'm like, right. why would I need this? Right. Why? I could just ask a friendly, like, hey, do you know someone I don't know yet? Great. Let's get in the same room. That's right. That. What about yeah. on the road trip? I think it can be funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, yeah. I think it's one of those things where like, there's a way of using dating apps in two different ways. I'm sure there's more, but in the two ways in my eyes, it's like, you can do one for yourself, right? Of like, this is me. This is what I'm about. This is what I'm into, what I'm watching, how am I trying to like capture your attention? But then there's also the misconnection way you could approach it of being like, I'm going to be in this place at this time doing this activity come through if you want mm-hmm. I would love to see you or like whatever it is like you can just kind of invite a chance encounter into your life I think that's really cool yes right. so I, I think that shit. for the road show yeah it'd be so easily yeah for sure yes all right kid you go what's okay. it been like for you um well I remember like my best friend in college ran a tinder account like for me <laughs> but we I never ended up meeting up with anyone from that I don't think Mm. I feel like I would remember that um so I guess in that sense it was more of just pleasurable for them to just kind of like catfish everyone as me (laughs) (laughs) with my consent you know I hope that didn't spiral into anything else any other side missions who knows (laughs) but then you know I was in that monogamous relationship life for a long time serially so (laughs) I haven't really engaged with the apps too too much um and even when I did it was always like the apps would lead to something else so like for example the tinder person that I was just mentioning about like yeah I think I saw them on tinder or maybe lex I forget. Probably. Like. And then we saw, I've always been a Lex stan. Like mm-hmm. I fucking love that app mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> I can't believe they aren't sponsoring this podcast by now because of how chill, chill, chill. <laughs> but anyways, um, I like matched with that person or whatever. And then saw them at babes and we ended up making out. And then we ended up going on a date, which is how I met my future girlfriend. Cause I was on, I was on a date with this other person, but then I met her. So, and then like, 
yeah, I feel like that's just how the apps work where it's like, you think that you're, you know, meeting a person or whatever, but then that just leads to something else. Mm -hmm. That's been my experience. Um, and yeah, using it in new cities has always been, been the thing. So yeah, I lied. I have used Tinder for myself as myself, um, during that like solid 2019 ho phase of mine, which was really fun because I started it in Mexico city. So it's like Mm -hmm. the whole new city thing definitely, um, was, was a factor. And then uh yeah and then I got into another monogamous relationship and then (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and then this year whenever I was living at the beach by myself Mm -hmm. I had the apps because I had no friends there I was just a loner and (laughs) so I got hinge because you had said so many good things about hinge Mm-hmm. Um, so I got it and I met a really good friend or not a good friend, but like a friend that mm-hmm. is a cool person. Yeah. And then whenever I moved, uh, again, I continued to have hinge and yeah, it was, it was a chill experience. I would say nothing that really like, I don't know. It, it was like a bit overwhelming. I'll say just because I don't think I really had like a narrowed idea of what I was looking for or anything like that. I just was like, I just want to meet people like generally, you know? And so it Mm -hmm. was like, Whoa, now my phone is flooded with all these hot people. (laughs) This is really (laughs) overwhelming. It is. Cause then like when they try to transition, like can I just give you my number? Like, that's like a lot easier. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you like have each other's number and then you're texting and it's like, oh, but this is still like, I don't know. Texting really ain't all that. Right. <laughs> I'm not really for it. High key. I think there's times when it's fun, but like if it's an expected like communication system. Right. Not for it. Right. Yeah. I feel like I really am that bitch too, where like, I just like haven't really needed the apps. Like I am that bitch that just walks up to strangers and starts talking to them and stuff. I think I'm just very extroverted, I guess. Well, yeah, like the farmer's market. Come on. Like you're <laughs> out there. Like every time I go, I'm like, yeah, it's too easy here. It's mm-hmm. too easy. You like Japanese uh, eggplant and then boom, done. Like it's over. Yeah. It's- yeah can I buy you some figs like fuck off it's yeah literally too easy right yeah. and now imagine being the person behind the counter like it's on the house don't worry you know like ah! <laughs> yeah I mean even as a bartender like that's a flex you could be doing but even then it's like please don't because like the farmer's market is finite it's like four or like maybe two to six mm-hmm. tops right short hours you can meet right. your peak self in such right. a short window it's not stretched out it's not tied to your livelihood. It's just like you're there. You get mm-hmm. in, you get out. So yeah, it is really primo <clears throat> of fishing. So that's great. Yeah, truly. Yeah, I love Hinge though. They've added a lot more app, not apps, um, features where you can do like voice memos. I love watching TikToks about like all the straight men and their voice memos and like what they think. 
women would take too. <laughs> Whoa, I haven't seen any of those. Oh, I need to send you some. They say some wild shit on there. Like what? What's the wildest thing you've heard? Um, mostly like the most memorable ones that come up for me are like the bits. Like they'll be like, the like one dude I just saw recently. He was like, um, he put on like elevator music and was just like, this is like kind of what you'll experience as you go laying down my hinge blah 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 and then like you go down to like one of the typed out things that he has and it's like that voice memo was definitely scripted oh things like that where it's like little bits of jokes that they do or like they'll just say their prompts out loud and then you get to hear their tone about it and you're just like oh this is a whole different flavor of like how I would have read you saying that but like sheesh I still don't want it <laughs> so it's only getting more and more in depth. I'm pretty sure like they'll probably add like little TikTok reels you can put in there for like video content. Yeah. Well, I think that you can add videos. Yeah. On there already. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you That'd just be the not, easiest way. Do you just not have have hinge anymore because you're at capacity? yeah I just don't like honestly yeah and like the last two to three weeks anyway I just have realized like I like with Mel coming back home I was like okay one of my best friends is back in town Mm I am fully like I don't need anyone else right in my circles right now it's just like thing of course I'm a very like equally routine but also spontaneous person so like there's always going to be that window available for people mm-hmm. but still just like knowing what I keep personally keep up with and my text messages and all that and like be enthusiastic about and look forward to and all that I'm like yeah there's plenty of people right now right so uh let's things let's grow that garden and again with the effort it's just it's a lot it's so much because you have to like really like put yourself in there and out there I'm like I've already got people on the fringes of like, I don't even know you yet, but we've met once or twice. And I'm like, we're, we could see what happens over time, but those seeds have been planted and it's like, let's just lock in. And like, yeah. Let's, let's focus on these things. Cause at the end of the day, like I have to tell myself this all the time. It's like, there will never be a shortage of hotties. Right. Never. Right. So <laughs> at this point you have to be so discerning. Right. And just protect your chi. And mm-hmm. also with the solely poly practice, date yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So, let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to include yourself in your count, bitch. Of course. You still got the apps? <clears throat> no. Um, actually, they like deleted themselves. <laughs> deleted themselves. <laughs> they okay. were like, like there was one time, I think basically. I stopped using it probably once the farm season started because Mm -hmm. I got really busy. Mm -hmm. And then I think I opened it in like June or early July. And it was like, we disabled your account. Wow. (laughs) You got kicked. I know. And also it did that. My phone did that thing where it like uninstalls the app for me to, to like, create more storage space on my phone or whatever so I was like okay whatever it's deleted like oh well I guess this is a sign and then I got COVID and then had a death in the family so like it was a sign like bitch you don't have time for this (laughs) 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 um 
No. So no, no, I don't have the apps. I did re-download Hinge just now to try to find a profile to talk about during this episode, but I couldn't find it, but that's fine. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, universe just be talking. So. And I definitely still get on Lex like once a month just to see what's going on. <laughs> I feel like that's worth it though, in the sense of like, was I a part of this a misconnection that I just need to like loop back around or like right to see what's going on in the city? Like I could feel like Lex feels like a dating newspaper and I like that kind of content. Yeah. But I don't like feeling like I'm on the kind of content where I have to put myself out there, or like whatever the fuck. It's just like, no, like if you met me IRL, like we would know in the first 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna like continue this interaction? Right. Oh, the rest yeah. of the too much. Like I remember one time someone was talking to me about, oh, everyone's making ghost jokes on Lex or something. And I was like, what? And then I got on Lex and it was like, everyone was making all of these puns in reference to ghosts. Like they, was it October? I don't know. I don't know why. I think it was in like June or something. <laughs> queer people love ghosts. <laughs> I guess so. Um, but I don't know. It's just so fun. I'm kind of annoyed with Lex though, because they added profile pictures and I'm like, why are you guys trying to be like the rest of these like basic apps, you know? Yeah. It took it away, but you know, it'd be like that. It's like, what's been one of the most like memorable profiles you've ever come across? If you can. Well, that's what I was trying to find on hinge. Uh I don't, I couldn't find it. So I think this person must've deleted their profile or something, but it was one of the voice memo prompts. So like, you know, on hinge, they give you prompts that you can respond to and there's a ton of different prompts and I feel like this prompt was like how do you pronounce your name or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. and then it was a voice prompt and I listened to it but instead of them just saying their name they created a whole ass song about how to pronounce their name and they sang it and I'm like this is fucking hilarious like you did the most and I applaud you. Damn. But the rest of their profile was like, you know, fine. But that was the standout. And like to the point where I remembered it enough to be like, I want to go back on Hinge and find this for this episode. Like, yeah, that's why it was that good. Because like, I can't think of anything. I'm like, I don't know, like nothing. Like I've seen cool shit on TikTok, but I like personally, it's been very like, down to earth like yo like i'm looking for a serious relationship so i'm kind of serious in my vibe about this Ugh. thing and it's like that kind of energy and it's like those kinds of like informational things like i'll see some like outlandish things but it's usually just like their own comments on what they think would be a total deal breaker and i'm like well if you have so many of those like just in general like i don't really see this popping off right i remember you telling me that if someone chose the prompt like what I'm not looking for or something like that you're like I'm not I'm not gonna heart it no because <laughs> no, it's already like such like an iron fist in an environment where it's like it's the internet bro right it's the internet I could find those things out about you and like you could tell me at, at the jump and I'd be like yeah I respect those things or like whatever 
but on the internet like right. that's your first impression is like what i don't like it's like you already sound like a negative person right i will annoy the fuck right. out of you with my positivity so maybe we shouldn't <laughs> hang out <laughs> high key yeah truly um so how do you decide <clears throat> if you're gonna message someone or heart them or whatever <laughs> well harding comes from the heart aka the dog where i'm like hey hi <laughs> <Let's go." laughs> or if they seem funny you know it's always like if they seem funny or like have a good like sensibility about life like one thing that i remember like that made me want to message the person who i ended up actually meeting irl was like they were just like have they were looking for someone who has a good connection with nature and i was like it struck something in me where i was like whoa like I'm not someone that goes out on hikes all the time or whatever, but I was at the time, like very aware of like, I don't really want to be the person that like squishes bugs all the time or like whatever. Like I want to have a, I do want to be that person. I'm trying to step into that. And like, I think I could like engage conversation without being a liar about having that trait. Cause I do want to be that person, mm-hmm. but someone that already has that as a fourth family, like, that's a good person to have in your circle to like be better about that thing. Mm. So I think whenever there's like an especially like thoughtful response where it's like, oh, like something happened where like you realize like that's an important like value for you. Like, yeah, that's the kind of thoughtfulness where I'm like, yeah, I'm attracted to that versus like, don't, you know, uh, <laughs> I think of one, <laughs> like one bitch I remember in particular, and this is fine. Right. But she's just like, no one in the military at any cost. Like, dear God, no. I was like, okay but sometimes things happen like you know i don't know just like things like that where i'm like okay like not everyone is making a choice sometimes it's like we're making a choice but also like the world is happening right the way it's happening so i i I know i can make grace and room for things like that so i that's just the one thing that stands out in my mind but there's plenty of i'm sure examples of that right it's almost like dating apps like can help you connect with your intuition or something because if you're looking at all of these profiles you have to just like listen to your gut of like heart or not yeah no yeah you're so right though because it is it's all you have yeah it's literally all you have on this person and a photo doesn't really do shit right unless it's a photo where there's like friends and all of them I'm like what's going on okay but how did you build your profile how did I build my profile? I All I want people to know when they see me online is just, A, no, I'm playful, I'm thoughtful, and I'm slow. Like, not dumb, but like, I'm, you will have to be my friend. Like, right. I'm not here looking for sex. Right. Essentially. And there's exceptions to every rule, just as much for that one, for sure. But still in a dating app, I'm like, the chances of us meeting up and doing something that would invite that is it's just very slim. Like, I would rather like, let's go for a walk and see what's up. Right. So that's pretty much it. Whether it's in the photos or like when I'm saying in the prompts, I'll let you know that like I'm smart and thoughtful and can think deep thoughts, but also like we can also go one dimensional too. I just love laughing. So like like, we can do that too. (laughs) And again, I'm very prone to toxic positivity. So if you're extremely negative, insecure person, like it's just not going to be a good time for you. Right. And that has to be like, just like, I shouldn't have to say that. I can just give that with my energy off of what I'm saying elsewhere on the profile. Yeah. Uh, But still people will see that and then they'll be like, oh, I'm attracted to this because I am so negative, (laughs) but they won't be self-aware enough to be like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get along because of this. But I'll know in their profile. Right. I'll know. You'll know. Because totally. it's really hard to hide that thing. 
Right. Because like negative people can't really like hide. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a five minute long conversation with you and we were just kind of commiserating on like bitching about things, I'm like, then I'll know. Right. If I'm the only one trying to find a silver lining just for like the sake of like, well, you know, it's not all bad, you know, right. whatever. You know, what do you think? What do I think about what? No, I'm sorry. I didn't phrase that question right. <laughs> what would be on your profile? Goddamn. I don't know. I had my friend build it. <laughs> oh, that's right. So what did they put down for you? Um, They, because like my whole thing was I could build a profile for myself, but I feel like the way that like, I feel like my friend's are around me enough to like know how I'm perceived almost more than like I am or something Mm -hmm. (laughs) like I know Mm -hmm. how I perceive myself but like I was like I think that you should build this and also (laughs) they just had way more experience with dating apps than I did and I was like I don't know how to do this um yeah they put like my bff's take on why you should date me um, Lens is the whole package. Smoking hot bod farming skills come in handy during the apocalypse. Y'all can hike and read tarot cards and shit. That's cute. And then, uh, believe it or not, I have a body part of mine in an envelope downstairs. Ooh, <laughs> a little spooky, a little weird. Intriguing. Okay. An it is easy a entryway one. into conversation of people guessing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I want someone who will jump out of a plane with me, watch shitty reality TV with me, is down for that non-monogamy discourse. I think <laughs> I might know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then in terms of the images and stuff, it's kind of, they're kind of outdated at this point. Mm. Okay. But- that's a solid, solid profile. Yeah. What does yours say? I don't have one anymore. <laughs> but it would just say, here's Pepper, my family dog. I love her a lot. I'll always mm-hmm. love her more than you. Mm-hmm. Don't get it twisted. And probably how much I like rollerblading or just some kind of outdoor activity to be like, I like to do things. Activities. Yeah. Do it. And then probably whatever book I'm reading, whatever thought has been picking at my brain and bring that up in some way to invite people into that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, simple. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I had all about love mentioned in my profile. That's critical. Yeah. That's critical. Like don't even step to it unless you have read some bell hookies. Seriously. Cause that bitch, she does. She changes you. Mm hmm. How, if 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 we saw each other on the apps would you hurt me or i was just thinking i don't know <laughs> i really don't know like i said it, it, i can be so misguided on these apps right you know i don't even trust i don't even trust myself on these apps to make <laughs> good decisions <laughs> <laughs> even if it was like i feel like we could be super compatible i'd be like yeah okay well, then it's like just like a friend I'm like well don't you want like a friend to like build on something more i'm like well no like i want to hook up and it's like but are we here to like do more than that like no house like <laughs> it would just be a whole thing so i don't know i really can't um, vouch for myself do you think so um 
I think that I think we would match mm-hmm. and then we would like talk for like five minutes and then we would both like never be on the app at the same time again. <laughs> it would be dumb, but I'd probably run into the farmer's market. Then I would pop off. Right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think my only deal breaker too on the apps is like cigarette smoking. Oh, why is that? It's just so smelly. Mm. I love it. Like I love, I think people look hot when they smoke. Right. I think that's great. But if you're one of those people that smokes inside your house or in your car with the windows down or, or windows up, excuse me, if I can smell it on you or it's on your breath uh, or on your clothes, I don't like that. But I yeah. feel like I've gotten lucky meeting people that smoke, but like it's, you wouldn't really know unless you like saw them doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for like, have you ever kissed someone right after they smoked? Probably, but I was probably drunk too. Oh, okay. Yeah, not in my sleep. And then immediately I just like backed away and like <laughs> went on this whole tangent about how I want them to quit so that they'll live forever. <laughs> Thoughtful, but execution <laughs> <laughs> not great. Not great at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. yeah or people oh my other deal breaker if you were listen i'm getting up on the mic for this <laughs> if you are using a dating app <clears throat> and you are still using the office as a personality trait oh fuck my- off fuck off oh my god dude oh my god that's Move so, on. that's the easiest way for me to swipe no on you it's so cringe if a tv show is your entire personality or harry potter fuck off that's what i was gonna say harry fuck potter off. lord of the rings like all of it oh all my it. god it happened 10 years ago i don't care if you're a hufflepuff fuck <laughs> off <laughs> and like it's okay if this is like one of your passions but like if it's on your dating app bro i guess i'm just not the one right so i read that shit and i'm like i could not exit quicker no yeah same cringe there's so many new shows out now where you could have someone ask you oh what show is that and like you could identify with that thing right that why are we still using those things and jk rowling no excuses now come on yeah ew fuck that goodbye 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 we agree on this okay let's move on Oh, wait. Do you have another deal breaker? Do I have a deal breaker? Yeah, for your dating apps. Hmm. Just an open book, huh? Anything goes. (laughs) Come one, come all. I'm the type of person who gives, like, who, like, I give people the benefit of the doubt, right? Like oh, okay. maybe they have a Hufflepuff, whatever the fuck, but they're really, really hot. Oh, no, you're toxic. <laughs> yeah. That's why yeah. I can't have the apps. Yeah. No, there was this really hot girl. Yeah. It was Lindsay too. And I was Yo, like, that could be oh, fun. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. So yeah. we matched. And then I remember showing my like friend slash housemate her profile. And they were just like, Lynn's what? 
you'll never date this person. <laughs> like it's uh-huh. so obvious to me that you're never going to date this person. Like, ew, stop. Ew. And I was just like, but she's so hot. So hot like though. what? Give her a chance. Give her a chance. Exactly. Give her one little chance. You know, just meet up in person. Just want coffee. <laughs> Come on, man. Actually, we were talking about getting Margs. Oh, just one mark. Oh, it turns into two, but it's just one mark. Right. But then I was like, you're right. Let me, let me chill wow. out. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I have any, any deal breakers per se. I'll have to think on that one. If anything comes up as we continue talking. Okay. You let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay if i was making a profile though specifically for you to like Mm -hmm. really rope you in yeah i would do what i mentioned earlier where i'd be like hey i'm in town for three nights (laughs) on the second night that i'm here i will be at this lookout point because it's a full moon i will have cheese and bread and wine come through if you know how to read tarot cards or like (laughs) whatever the fuck Mm. then you'd be there and you'd be like you come with your own like and fucking meats and cheeses and I'd be like, yeah i got him like a little mouse in a trap bada bing bada boom all i gotta do is place some surfaces on the little stereo and you're acting like you don't know all of these things about me this is okay, like but it's hard to speculate but i would still <laughs> say something of that nature of like somewhere somewhere spontaneous with food in a view and it'd be like I know you come through yeah I would rope you in by inviting you to a group hangout that was like a sport of some kind mm-hmm. <laughs> like what sport though kickball okay I'm in <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that would get me going shit <laughs> yeah Either that or like, um, something about clouds. <laughs> I would be like, do you want to go cloud gazing? <laughs> All right. I want the whole world to know I'm a slut for the sky. Jeez. I think everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it wasn't until you gave me that cloud. Bug, I was like, well, like I really have been like publicly passionate about what's in the sky yeah no regrets even today i restrained myself from sending like out eight different photos of clouds because it was like it, it was a big day we had yeah. a storm yesterday it was beautiful today i yeah. took one to show you oh thank you yeah i looked at all of them and i was like uh, this is for me today i love that is tiktok the new dating app you know i think it is but i'm not allowed to join why that's the energy i feel from tiktok it feels very like because like when i think about tiktok and like what i post on there like i'm not really going after like thirst traps and i feel like you have to have a good ratio of content like that could be whatever maybe you're funny maybe you're whatever and also you need like half of that other half to be like you're really hot and you know how to show that off it's like on instagram when instagram first came out you had to be like it went from like taking pictures of your it's hot girls being hot girls and like that's what makes Instagram like that's where you get the money. And like with TikTok, it's the same, but the currency is attention. And it's like you have to be like able to harness your hotness in a way consistently all the time of just like this is how hot I am in this way and this way. And I run into those accounts, like 
I have no beef on them, like whatever they're doing their own thing, but like, that's how they get like their following. And I think, I don't think I'm TikTok that way. I just, I get on there. You can get on there and look at it's, I'm just talking shit. That's all I'm doing. No thirst traps really to be found. Right. If anything, it's like for the QR retrograde like thing. So it's like, right. Yeah. I think if you're willing and able to participate and being a hot person, yeah, showing off that thing, it is. But right. if you're not, you're just kind of watching everyone else do it. But here's the thing. Hmm. Because TikTok is TikTok, you have to be willing to basically date long distance no matter what. Yeah. And that's like, a lot of work. I've never met anyone on TikTok that lived even in my state. That's a good point. So I'm like, for that reason, I'm like, I will not engage. <laughs> Fair. It is just a lot of like, I think it's like the most like harmless space to thirst. Yes. Like when people started writing the whole like, and I hate to quote this out loud, like the whole mommy question mark, sorry, mommy thing. Like that was, yeah. I've never seen a comment that made me feel so out of sorts of like, you just wrote that in public? Yeah. You don't see that shit on Instagram? TikTok, it's the wild fucking west. It is. I love it. We'll say anything and everything. And it's usually pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But you're still right. The odds of anything happening over TikTok, very low. But I will say TikTok is a good tool if there's like a misconnection of some sort. I've seen that happen quite a few times where people have been like, like the Trader Joe's girl. Did you see that? She was like, oh my no, God, I just saw like the love of my life leave Trader Joe's like she was X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I'm going to keep going, coming back to Trader Joe's every day for the next week to see if she's there <laughs> or something. Then like the Trader every Joe's, every day, the Trader Joe's employees, like literally like tag teamed with her to be like, we got to find this girl for you. Like, yeah, I was not. That's, that's too much. man. <laughs> that's too much. And it went viral. What'd you say? And it went viral. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, or people being like, oh, this happened. We like had this conversation, but then I didn't ask for your number. Please TikTok, help me find this person. I've seen that a few times too. And then when it happens, they make a TikTok together and it's like, so cute. That's cute. Yeah. That's like, so like. Did it really happen like that? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't crush my dreams. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. So now there's a new platform for the future where it's gotten really strict and you can only say or post one picture of yourself. What is it going to be for you? Probably that picture of me skydiving. <laughs> That's a good or, one. I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. The app is called One Thing. <laughs> I think I would say, no, I would just post a picture of me and Pepper, just so you know, you're always coming second place. Okay, miss. No hierarchy. <laughs> That's where it is. I mean, I said no hierarchy, but there was always an asterisk. All right. And if you read the fine print, you would know. Right. I never got that in writing. <laughs> well, you're getting it served now. Okay. <laughs> oh, little head. I'm going to need to re-sign my lease. 
Um, you know, okay, yeah. <laughs> Get that out to you, stat. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm sure that's going to be an app at some point soon because they're making mm-hmm. fucking everything. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they sure are. And then Instagram will copy it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Okay, let's move on. All right, we're moving right. on past dating apps, people. Now we're gonna talk about falling in L O V E, falling in love. Me and Hobbs have been having a lot of conversations about this because what's the difference between loving someone? And being in love with someone, can you fall in love with someone if you're like, you know, trying to be responsible about it, have a nice little friendship, determine some compatibility before anything happens physically? What does it mean to fall in love? I don't know. What? Take it away. I can't with you right now. <laughs> bro yo (laughs) yeah what is that i've been i was even i was at the local helen's watering hole of richmond asking you went to helen's listen listen (laughs) listen i met up with danny and danny was like yo come with me to helen's i was like my other friends are leaving i have no real excuse and you did call me out that it's only 10 30 at night i will show up so I biked my ass over there. Helen's, I don't know if y'all know, but in Richmond, if you go to Helen's, it's just where like skater boys and like their hottie girlfriends hang out. Mm-hmm. Some queer energy, but like, mm, I don't know. So I went and like, I ran into some old fun, old friends and like, we, I just brought up, I was like, what do y'all think falling in love is? And like, we just got into it. Yeah. And one dude was like, you know, I've never told a man I love him. Like I have felt that way, but I've never like told a man, I'm like, whoa, like, what is that? Like, how's that like operate for you? Like, what is that like a power stance? But I'm like, okay, there's a lot to like man loving man relationships. That I just won't understand just because a, I'm not a man, but also like what it, cause like, it's such a different power play, right? Like lesbians versus gay men. Like I only know one world in terms of like what it means to like give that up mm-hmm. in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Danny was talking about it too, but like, I didn't really have a conclusion after that conversation. I was just kind of like, I'm going to tell my therapist about this. Right. I need to talk to Chloe. So me and Chloe, we were having a little chat. Uh I was like, girl, like, I don't even know what this thing is right now. Am I falling in love right now? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, literally falling in love is like a thing that happens in your brain. Like you just get high off of it. And like, you want to spend all this ooey gooey energy, like around this person. It's literally like, it's a brain chemistry thing. Like that's what falling in love is. Like fall like being in love without like that so much being like a focal point, the feeling of it, the high is like just a sign of like a more mature love. And I was like, oh, because you just remember about how like when you were a kid or like younger and like how puppy love was such a thing and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, like I really did like a lot of like big things for like this idea of like in this feeling ultimately mm-hmm. falling in love with somebody like went halfway across the world to go find some girl, you know, yeah. type of shit. You know, it was up in her home country brought her back to my home country and things they should not have gone down that way but I was like I'm in love <laughs> you know 
but even now as I think about it I'm like it's funny to me to think about how like if we're being on this new chapter of like you know slow burn is the way to go and like actually have a foundational friendship and like being deliberate about that thing and it being like six eight months in and be like hey I think like we're friends like do you want to be like friends and like what new benefits that come with that thing or just acknowledging that like new kind of connection and like commitment I guess of some level of like I see you as a friend not just like Mm -hmm. someone I'm getting to know or like an acquaintance right I don't really have any sound conclusions but like it's just been on my mind a lot because like some people have been on my mind a lot and I'm just like what is that and what I guess ultimately what is it what's it going to function as because like before it was always like I could always hear the timeline in my head when I would meet people romantically when do I like them a lot like more than just liking them when do I love them like as a human and then like when do I fall in love with them and like keeping track of that timeline all the time Mm. and like trying to figure out the formula I guess of myself Mm -hmm. in that way versus now it's like it's not a power play it's just like I don't care if I have to say it first right or whatever it's just it feels less in some ways because it doesn't feel like so much power is attached to it Mm. but also more in other ways because there's no power attached to it Mm -hmm. you know it's both Mm -hmm. yeah 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 I too was asking my friends about this (laughs) um we have these Sunday connection meetings everyone that lives in my house and everyone else was really high, but I wasn't because I'm on my little body reset thing and I'm not smoking. But so I was like, all right, there's a bunch of high people. I'm sure I'll get some good answers. Like what's it, what, what, what's up with this? Like, and my one housemate described it as loving someone is like being sort of like um, uh, like, like almost like at a park with someone or something like that. Like you're on land in a way and then being mm-hmm. in love with someone. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Hobbs. Yeah. What's up? Okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah um, I was just listening intently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it said my internet connection was unstable so I wanted to make sure um and then being in love with someone is basically like entering into like a river with them or something Mm -hmm. and there's like you're kind of like flowing together in a certain way that's like Mm -hmm. and then you have to like negotiate things to make sure that like you're still able to flow right Mm. and it's like the ebbs and the flows the rockiness is maybe a little bit more like noticeable um Mm. because you're like on a stream and like I don't know just hearing them talk about it I was like yeah I get I get where you're going with this like but I'm going to keep talking to them about it because <laughs> I feel like they just have a lot to say about it. Also, we should have them on the podcast. That's besides the point. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> and yeah, I think that, yeah, in the past, it's been definitely, yeah, sort of that puppy love thing that you're describing or like I meet someone and then like, we 
are like physically intimate with each other. And then all of a sudden I'm like all googly eyed. And then we continue being physically intimate, which means that we probably aren't getting to know each other that well, because we're literally probably just being physically intimate a lot. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, I think I'm in love. And it's like, you don't even know this bitch though, you know, like literally. And that has led to many of me being in relationships with people that I'm not compatible with, um, ultimately. And so now it's, yeah, just, I mean, as we're always talking about, you know, building that, that friendship, that root connection. And then I don't know, in terms of like, when do you, when do I know if I'm like in love with someone after I've like been friends with them for a while or whatever we've been dating? I don't know. I guess it's like, Hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out. It's like, yeah, I think that you're onto something with the, the sense of freedom, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I can be truly my authentic self around this person and they're still going to love me unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Like that's really special. Like in some ways I feel like you can, like, I can be in love with people that like, I'm not physically intimate with in that kind of way, you know? Um, like my dad is like one of my soulmates for sure, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is like such a special connection to me. And like, I, yeah, like I don't, I think that there's like a past version of myself that would think like, ew, because the, I like had all these stories and connotations about like what that meant, you know, right. but now it's like, there's a freedom attached with like, just loving, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We really need more for all of like all of it (laughs) the fact that like when I think about love and like falling in love it sounds embarrassing to say out loud but like I think back to like the bachelor and like because I've been listening to that podcast that turns into a sport way too often yeah and how it's all the different love levels of like I like you I could see myself falling in love with you I'm falling in love with you like I'm in love with you and like now I love you like blah 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 and that's not really like I feel like a true natural progression of like love in and of itself because even as you spoke on your dad I'm like yeah like I've been in love with like my mom like my entire life like mm-hmm. when I whenever she tells like the day like I was born I'm like yeah like I had it it was then it was then mm-hmm. that day like, my sense of loyalty will never like die for that girl right versus like I think about my stepdad right. I'm like I only just like really like started to love him hard like in like the past three to five years right and, like, how that has changed our entire relationship and how we relate and how we talk to each other completely right and like what that's been for my little brothers like that was another like day one thing like mm-hmm. oh I fucks with these dudes like yeah those are my boys those are my kids yeah and like when it comes to romantic stuff like even when like my first relationship we were friends for you know a good amount of time and then it was like peeling back the layers of okay like this is definitely some bit more than just some friendship stuff like it's really going down and like but also what it took for me to step away from that relationship like I chose myself 
Like, I didn't know at the time how in love with myself I was, but I was like, I love myself more than this to like, know that like, I don't know, like who I am right now. So I can't possibly be in a relationship where you have such an influence on me. Like I need to like build myself out of me, not like alone. Like you can't do it alone, but like, I can't have this kind of out of control feeling Mm -hmm. in my circle while I'm trying to like become a person at 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Where he's like now, like being 28, holy fucking shit. <laughs> like fully knowing like who I am and like what I'm about and like still knowing that there's more to come in those any and all those directions. And especially knowing where it's like, you know, like there's a whole journey ahead of me. And like whenever I think about what is left to know of me, I, I know I only know it by chapters. I'm like, I know my next chapter is spirituality mm-hmm. and like how to like <clears throat> really like embellish that without having someone else's influence be in that too uh persuasively I guess Mm -hmm. if that makes sense but I don't really have a conclusion I'm just trying to reflect back yeah it just goes (laughs) hand in hand with like the only way that you can love someone else is by like being home within Mm -hmm. yourself first right like that I feel like that truly is like a step one thing um of like and of course it's like a thing that's constantly ongoing too where like even now whenever I'm in relationships with people there are moments where I feel myself needing to take a break and be like I am focusing on my relationship with myself right now and being in relationships where that's accepted and invited actually. And like, not seen as like, Oh, well, like, you know, you're, you're not prioritizing me type energy. It's like, everything has been reframed where it's like, I can't prioritize like this relationship. If I'm giving up if I'm like losing a part of myself along the way, because that's not prioritizing the relationship. The only way that the relationship can be prioritized is if I feel strong in, in, in my relationship with myself. And then there needs to be like this equal sort of balance between like sense of self and sense of us. Right. Because otherwise it's like, it's going to get all out of balance. And that's whenever I feel like things go astray. I don't know. I still feel like that's like, when we speak on this linguistically, I hear what you're saying. I wholeheartedly agree with that stuff, but I'm also like, this is like 102 versus 101 of like Mm. love on earth. Cause even at the end of the day, I don't really fuck with that statement of like, Oh, you have to love yourself before someone else could love you. Like, that's just not true. That's wholeheartedly not true. Like you were born, you exist, you are, you are loved. And like, whether that comes from you or like whatever is like, again, like it just gets kind of fumbled in the words of it, whether or not someone is actively doing that thing and loving you the way that love is and like love does as well describes or like what we're conditioned to identify as. Like, I don't think that those things are the true markers of like what you are worthy of or what you are deserving of, like just from day one. Like, I feel like that's often like the message in like the media or like, even in like a dating life of like, well, have you worked on yourself? Or it's like, yeah, there's that. But also like, even how many times have we been in relationships with people 
where they were going through something, whether it was like some big life-changing event or like a struggle or like whatever that is just changing their direction where like they're kind of going through it and like we stuck around because we know like I'm not this is not the time to drop you right this is the time to like learn how to love you better it's just like in any kind of conflict it's like when we're in conflict I can learn how to love you better this is an invitation the fact that you are not icing me out is an invitation to like love you better like that's the kind of thing where I could only really like push back on like that rhetoric because like I find that like it's just damaging. I feel like at the end of the day to be like, well, if you don't love you, who the fuck else could love you? Or if you won't fuck yourself, who you expect anyone else to do that? And like, it's like the same thing. I think about how, like, we were so misguided as children and how our attitudes are towards like our sensibility around fucking animals or bugs or like nature in general. It's just like, oh, it doesn't have feeling or consciousness, like whatever. I was like, no, like, dude, what you do is impactful. Mm. And like the white, colonization conditioning of like supremacy of like how we have relationships with these things that are outside of ourselves is inherently like coming from a place that's fucked Mm -hmm. because those things just aren't true it's like the more I get older and it's like I remember being like five years ago probably when I first heard oh cows have friendships and it's like well of course they fucking have friendships (laughs) of course they do what it's not that deep you know like we're always pedestalizing our humanity when at the end of the day like going back to love like it doesn't have to be on a pedestal it's not something to earn it's just inherently is and if we actually were more in touch with ourselves our humanity and like our nature like connection to like everything like that wouldn't be like where we started our conversations about who is more deserving or not of like romantic love in a dating situation because if we were about community love that wouldn't be where we start the conversation right it wouldn't yeah I agree with you I think that like what I'm talking about is more about like me at me energy of like, Mm -hmm. if you don't understand that, that fact of like, you are inherently lovable, like Mm -hmm. you are inherently like, you know, worthy of all of that. Right. Then like, it's going to be difficult for, for you to like, give that love to someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's like my experience for sure. Where it's like anytime mm-hmm. that I'm feeling some type of way towards myself, whether it's just like, you know, insecurity or just like generally not feeling my, my sense of footing and like my own sense of self or like my own kind of life in general. And I'm kind of riding the coattails of like whoever I'm dating or something like that that's whenever like shit goes really bad because it's almost like I'm not I'm trying to love that person but I can't because I don't have that like strong sense of self and love for myself in that moment um and I don't like so then also it, it's hard for me to accept love in those moments because I don't believe that I deserve it. So mm-hmm. it's like, I think that's more of what I'm speaking to of like, there needs to be that, that understanding of like self-worth essentially mm-hmm. uh, to be able to give and receive love. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're agreeing. It's all the semantics of like, what the starting point is and like the nuances of it and the layers of it in general. Like we only have, but so many words about love, <laughs> like how many rom-coms and like just how many like life experiences you could have in all the different life 
experiences you have with friendship love romantic love familial love like it's never like even if you are like a hierarchical like polyamorous person like you can still acknowledge deep down inside like it's not that I love someone more I just love them differently and like because of how I love them differently that's coming from a place like what I'm valuing in that love that doesn't inherently mean that like one love is greater than the other right at the end of that day like to actually live in that truth manifests in many different ways but yeah I think we're agreeing yeah Mm-hmm. how long do you think it takes to fall in love <laughs> I had to put a timeline on it it really just depends on like the life circumstance of which you are with someone because I've always said and like I remember like in my last relationship I said very adamantly like we've been living in, like near each other in Richmond for x amount of time like of course we could fall in love like when things feel good in the sense of like, we're eating, we're smoking weed, like we're having a good time. We're around other people we love, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course it's like an easy route to like go from point A to point B in my mind. And even though like, even for that thing, it took me at least like seven to nine months. Cause I was like, we met and then started dating hmm. versus like had a friendship. There wasn't like that foundational thing, but versus now where it's like, there's still moments in time where I can look back to and like, meeting someone in like a really random space or like time or whatever and like I could still have like I could fall in love with your humanity but like falling in love with you like in the sense of like okay what does that next level mean I still think would take nine months to a year for me to really feel like I really can trust myself in saying that to someone Mm. of like I've seen you in all four seasons and like I kind of there's been enough time where like even if someone was acting as something that they weren't I would have enough time to have that data. And like, it's not as scientific as I say that by saying data, but like, mm-hmm. you know, giving myself that opportunity to really see you. Yeah. In an expansive time. Cause a year is not that long, even though it is, but still like, I don't know. I think that just invites a more organic sense of like, I can tell you who I am at the top of the year, mm-hmm. but then for the next nine months, I'm going to show you. Right. And like, we'll see what lines up. And, and like, it gives a good opportunity for there to be change because there's going to be some sort of change within a year. I mean, there doesn't have to be, but with you, there will be. Right. And so it's a good opportunity to, to kind of like test out the waters in terms of that too, with the ebb and flow of things and all that. For sure. It just invites real life to happen. Cause even if I meet someone like when I'm, and I miss this kind of love, I'm missing this kind of love in my life where like, that traveling sense of like you meet someone like a chance encounter and like you have this wonderful night together or whatever and like you could leave it there you don't even need to exchange contact information you have that moment but you're like yo, know, i love them <laughs> like for what that night was like i had they have a space like they have a space in my heart like if we like met up in some other time continuum in the future like my arms will be open to them kind of thing mm-hmm. i feel very like comfortable in that kind of like sense of like love at first sight type stuff because it doesn't necessarily mean that like yeah it just feels honest in its random spontaneity of it without it being like uh the relationship way we're falling in love feels like right okay but what does this change right you know and like those things are still like welcome and they're not like boring or whatever but it just it's just a different relationship with like in interacting with that with yourself with someone else right the stakes are a little different exactly yeah so yeah, anywhere from nine months to a year. I'm like, I feel pretty confident in like a way of mm-hmm. feeling a way about someone. What yeah. about you? <laughs> I remember we talked about this with Hina. 
Mm-hmm. And I think my answer was like three years. <laughs> or yeah, what? Like, I think my answer was like three years whenever we three talked about years. it with Lena. That's just a different kind of love though. Yeah, that's just, that's, yeah, that's ultimately, I think it's just how you take it. Like yeah. for me, it's like falling in love with myself. Like that has taken a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then even then it's like you get lost in there sometimes. And then it takes a solid like two weeks of me just like only dating myself to like really get back in there, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there's, I've definitely fallen in love in like six months. Sure. Before. For sure. And a year and five years like mm-hmm. there's just so many different yeah time, time frames it almost feels silly to comment on I guess because at the end of the day it's not a rule it's right. just what I've noticed in a pattern for myself or what right. I have been able to identify as a pattern in myself because I'm sure there are times where I'm like oh I'm in love but I didn't want to like engage with those thoughts because it was too scary mm. or like whatever and, and like I feel a lot more close to my truth these days but even now like I'm like I still take my time but like there still will always be that door of spontaneity open where it's like that can happen right now right you never know you can see in somebody in 24 hours yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's true that's that when did you uh fall in love with Hobbs over there Hmm. I think when I went to Guatemala, like when I was on my study abroad trip, like that was, it was just so impactful in so many ways mm-hmm. of just like, I feel like my own person doing my own thing for the first time, mm-hmm. not having anyone who knew me to like use as a reference. I feel like your friends at that age are always down to rat you out of like, Oh, you don't always do black. Like, shut up. Like, fuck, <laughs> can right. I explore? Can I change? You know, right. like I felt that heavy pressure all through high school. Right. So much like all I think that one day where I pulled my hair back and nobody recognized me, that really fucked me up for like the rest of my high school career. I was like, I can't change. Y'all really just like don't see me. Like you see like this caricature, and like that's that. I have to wait till I get the fuck out of this place to like right go do and explore and not feel like I have someone who's like pointing back to the drawing board, being like, Are you sure? And I'm like, yes. So I think, yeah, definitely that summer, it was pretty easy for me to be like owning up to all my choices and just how much I was like, that was my first real time being like, I don't fuck with this grown ass man. Mm. And like channeling that energy towards him too. And be like, I don't fuck with you. Like you're doing X, Y, and Z and like, sure you provided this, this, and this, but like at the end of the day, I don't fuck with you. I don't like your values on the way you treat people. And like, I'm going to say to you that. And granted it led to like, when I got back home, like I broke up with my aunt and uncle essentially. Cause I was like so high on like that value system of like, I don't fuck with these things. And when people are doing these things, like I really, I don't want them in my life. And I stand by that decision 10 years later. So things like that, I think just all culminated in a moment of like, oh, this is who I am. Yeah. It's such a tool to be able to just go somewhere completely different and be like, I can literally start from scratch right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> I miss that shit. <laughs> oh man miss it ever since COVID damn 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 yeah yeah. 
And then it's just been a continuous practice. Since Absolutely. Then. Yeah. Oh yeah. It only gets more refined as the years go. I think the last year and a half has been like a new, like a rushing, like awakening towards it of like, cause before, like I fell in love with myself, but now I have a crush on me and like, it's getting a little, it's getting a little nasty. <laughs> so <laughs> that's yeah. been fun. <laughs> Sounds fun. If only there was a live feed of me in my room <laughs> post 11 o'clock. Maybe QR followers. If Stop. Oh, yeah. If y'all get on our Patreon, I, I put that shit on there and give y'all a show. Give y'all's little cam girl. I'm down. There we go. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> yeah. I think it's been, there's been different, different chapters of it for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember there's like a high school me that like, I was like really in love with myself in a way, just feeling like, I guess I just remember there's definitely like a version of me in high school that was just like very confident, very, just like sure of myself kind of. Mm-hmm. And then sort of like feeling that at different points in undergrad as well like there's always been parts of me that I've been in love with I guess is the thing but it's only been probably within the COVID times that I've really come to be like know all of it bitch yes. all of it like yes. every single little bit of it is like mm-hmm. fucking perfect you know yeah um yeah like going to Mexico City that summer was like I had a similar situation where it was like I get to just be whoever the fuck I want right now which I really needed that outlet at the time and then coming back it was like nothing matters <laughs> like fuck it um which was very freeing and li- like liberating at, at that time um so yeah, it's just been like adding more and more pieces to the puzzle. And then I feel like now it's more of like, hmm, what's a good, what's a good metaphor for this? Trying to keep on the puzzle, the puzzle Mm. thing. Oh, it's almost like the puzzle has morphed into like one of those three dimensional like Mm. puzzles that you just keep like adding like you keep reworking it to get it to fit together in different ways it's like that now yeah you wear it I see it I seen it yeah wait what's the easiest way for you to fall in love with someone else Hmm. the easiest way for me to fall in love with someone else Hmm. probably like if we can hang out in a setting with like my main peeps like if Mm -hmm. if I'm like with someone and we all get dinner like you me dad and this person and like they fit in super well and it like pops off I'm like that's it I'm in love (laughs) (laughs) you know because that shows me like 
you're in a specific type of vibe that like mm-hmm. is compatible with this circle, which is like, tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> what about you? I think whenever I see how someone interacts with kids, I, I know. Mm. Cause it's, that's how they would speak to their inner child. When people are like, Oh, I'm not good with kids. I'm like, in what way? Like, right. I don't even know what to say to them. Like, so you've never spoken to your inner child heard. Or like, I don't know, it's just awkward. I'm like, you don't know how to speak to a child. Right. They're just a A child, bro. Like that already lets me know, like you want, we all were kids. And if you are like, so out of your conditioning of like what it means to like, like kids don't even have any fucking rights. Like they need any ally and every ally they can get. So I'm like, if you can't chill with that kid Mm -hmm. and be like cool with that kid or like get a little dab up in there like like nothing i'm like oh that's a little too icy for me honestly like i just yeah there's got to be something in there i'm not saying you have to be like the most like you want to be a teacher for them or like babysitter or whatever but like it i learned a lot of information about how people like interact with children and the people that are really good with kids i'm like that not even because i have like baby fever i'm just like whoa like you're so like in touch with your inner child i love that for you like, look at it come out. And even when, and I can see that shit, even when somebody's not around a kid, like if your inner child is out, like coming out, like consistently, I'm like, whoa, that's, that's so warm. I love that in a human. Like that's like a one-way ticket there. Mm-hmm. So that's always lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the ultimate question, bum, bum, bum. the time has come. For you to hand out your rose. No, I'm kidding. Shut up. Are you in love? What's it like? <laughs> I can't even do the fallback plan. I'm like, yeah, I am with myself. <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah, I totally am. I uh, yeah, and in many different ways with a lot of different people. In the sense of like my entire inner circle, like. I'm reopening chapters and looking at our past like all the time mm-hmm. and like seeing how far we've come. And like, like I mentioned earlier, one of my friends just came back from like deployment type shit. Like, I haven't seen one of my very best friends, family in a year. And like thinking about that time, not as like a void. Right. Mm-hmm. But just as a, like a moment to celebrate all of like how far we've come. And when I think about Reese and I think about like the amount of time with that, or when I think about like my romantic department, I'm like, there's no like coincidence as to like why the topic has been like falling in love like what is that I'm like oh it's all my usually when I'm questioning something like oh like I'm going through it why else would I think about it (laughs) you know so I think it's definitely happening in a multitude of ways but as far as how it feels now as like this young adult it feels so calm like you mentioned like how your roommates describe it as like being in nature or like the river I'm like it just feels like the sunrise and the sunset I know it's coming and not even the sense of like oh expecting that I love you too but just like how I know how I love is like it's there and it's steady and it's it's just burning all it's like a little like candle in my soul like kind of thing of like just it's always going to be there like even if things like really change or whatever like I know I'm like loving people in a space where it's not based on like the idea of them or like some delusion of them or like whatever like I'm genuinely have given myself the time and space to see people for who they are mm-hmm. and honor my own self and how I present myself to them so I feel like I'm in my most genuine period of time or of life of like being in love and I'm it, it feels fucking cool and just different and like 
not even like, even just the way how I think about it in the sense of like, I don't even need social media to know about it. Like, it's mine. Like people will like ask me who I'm seeing of blah, blah, blah. Like who are like friends of mine. I'm like, oh, is that like still a thing? I'm like, yeah, like, of, of course it is. But on my mind, I'm like, oh, like usually I would be posting about it or like whatever the fuck all the time. But I'm like, I just don't care. Cause I'm like, it's such a reality for me that it's, uh, there's no need or like not even like a direct thought towards like the rules about it. It's just like the sunrise and the sunset. I know it's coming. Those secure relationships. Secure. Secure. We love them. We love them. So nice. And like, even if I know, like I'm probably prone to like avoid an attachment, I'm like, that shit is being worked on and worked out. And like, there's accountability there. And like therapy has been fucking awesome. So yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I'm just in a part of my life now too, where I'm finally back in the swing of like having like the most honest relationships I've ever had with my family. And that always makes everything so much easier, so much easier to just be in honest relationships with everyone else. Mm -hmm. So those are the first relationships you've ever known. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been like a whole weight off my everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. It's some good shit. It's I like, love uh, it. Drinking a nice pina colada at the end of the day. It looks up. good on you. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lids. Tell the world. Oh, you know, you know, I'm in love. I'm always in love. Come yeah. on, bitch. Yeah, you, are. you stay there. <laughs> you love live when there. I- when I go outside and I see my garden and whenever I pick flowers in the morning and when I make bouquets and I give them out to people. You do. And (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's totally just been more time for me to just, um, really hone into the Charlie McKee way of just, Mm -hmm remembering that there's love all around me all the time yeah all the time everywhere and yeah I mean I've had a lot of heartbreak this year mm-hmm. and so I think that that has led to some relationships being like severed at least for now mm-hmm. and it's also led to like some of the deepest like closeness that I felt with people um, or opportunities for relationships to deepen. And like, I'm definitely in love with people that I didn't know if like we were still going to be in each other's lives, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing of like wanting to find gratitude, even in grief and all of that right is that like there is opportunity for for closeness that wasn't there before like I feel like closer to like a lot of my family members and stuff than I ever felt because I actually had an opportunity this year to like bond with them over some really intense shit you know Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. And romantically, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I'm in love. 
and it's really fun and it feels very like yeah I like the way you describe it as like the sunrise and the sunset of like there's no pressure really it's just like it is it just is like even if I there's nothing that could be done for it not to be because it just is right you have it folks <sighs> from dating apps to falling in love yeah we covered it yep so this podcast is over now no I'm kidding, ah. <laughs> I'm, kidding I'm kidding we're just getting um, started we're just getting started so please join our patreon <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and hopefully by our next episode when b- before you hear our voices we'll have some dope jingle doing the Ooh. intro and the outro by a local musician so it's looking good i'm very excited talk about being in love Woo. yeah so see y'all <laughs>